Hello, hello. Peace, love, and blessings, beautiful, wonderful people. All right, connected on here. Hello, hello. Peace, love, and blessings, beautiful, wonderful people. Welcome back to Philosophy with Z. I am Zalika, and I'm so glad you're here with me as we continue on our journey of what to say when you talk to yourself. And today we are on chapter 13. It's titled, If It Isn't Simple, It Won't Work. This is kind of a, a teaser chapter. It'll probably be a quick one today because the real good juicy stuff is the next chapter. But I don't want to stuff two chapters into one podcast. So basically he just goes through this chapter talking about how there have been so many great and wonderful self-help books and audios and programs and master classes that have been created. And they're probably just sitting around somewhere collecting dust. Unfortunately, that's just how it usually goes. And you know, I can totally resonate with that because I have, like, I got a lot of books in my cabinet right now. But most of my, like, self-help books I got at secondhand stores and thrift shops. Pretty much all of them. There's a few that I just went ahead and bought because... I didn't want to wait and see if I could find it at a thrift shop, but usually they just come to me. I'm not even looking for them, and you wouldn't believe how often they look brand new. Like, no bookmarks, no no smudges, no nothing. So, he equates this to home exercise machines too, like wanting to learn a foreign language course, all kinds of stuff that we start off with good intentions, but somewhere along the way, we just don't keep up with it. So he says that we just put it off. We put it off because it doesn't seem to be that important right now. And I can really, I can sympathize with this because I am fortunate enough to not have any children. I don't live around my family, so I, I don't have the opportunity to help them out. I used to live around my family and they would take up a lot of my free time like giving rides and um well that's pretty much it just giving rides to my siblings here and there so when and i was in college and i was working so i had a lot going on at that time and now in my life i work part-time at my job and that means i can work anywhere between 20 and 40 hours a week usually it's closer to 20 but I, i've been working on 30 and although I do want to be free from having a job, I, I believe that how you do anything is how you do everything. So if I am slacking off at my job, it's a reflection of me slacking off in my, my business, my personal business, my art business. So I do my best to like show up on time, leave on time, and pick up here and there when I can, when I have the time. So with all that being said, he he talks about how there's a lot of things in our lives that we just have to put off until we have the time to do it. Like the roof is leaking, but you don't want to fix it because it's going to rain soon, but you need to fix it because it's going to rain soon. And he talks about a lot of people that he has observed that really do want to better themselves. They really do want to make a change. But this part is this the part okay no it's the next part it, we 
he he just says that like so many people are inundated with this negative belief system that whenever they get the opportunity to improve upon something or to improve upon themselves or step into a new chapter that self-talk talks them right out of it and i i see this show up in my life sometimes like i'm an artist and i want to reach more people so i'm thinking of ways like asking myself the question how can i reach more people how can i be a bigger contribution how can i be of service to people what can i do to show up for people all these questions and i don't necessarily have the answer but when i'm asking the right questions then the universe will show me the answers to those questions and i believe that so although i have some unknown things happening within me because i'm venturing into some stuff that i've never done before so i don't know what to do but i am on the right path i'm on the journey so i just do my best to focus my self-talk to direct me to continue on the path i'm going I want to think about and talk about the desired outcome rather than think about or talk about my fears of what I don't want to happen because inadvertently I could bring that upon myself. So he says that our lives are pretty demanding and he understands that it's it's kind of interesting because when you improve who you are by the same law, you will improve your life. The more successful you become inside, the more successful you will automatically create on the outside because your internal world is reflected in your external world. So when my room is a mess, like I got my little camel stuffed animal back there, right here next to me is a bunch of stickers. I got, I got a whole bunch of stickers that I am working on today that have been sitting here all day and they're gonna be laminated and then I'm going to cut them up. So it's kind of a mess over here, but it's it's there, it's ready. It's it's just this is my world. This this room is my world. The LED lights, the music, like this is all a reflection of me. Now, like I was saying earlier, I have I have a privilege that I don't have a lot of responsibilities in my life, to be honest. I don't have any kids. If you can hear that, that's the dryer. I don't have any kids. I have an amazing, wonderful, supportive relationship that is super beneficial and positive and important to me. So that's not a, like a hindrance in any way. That's just like um, another boost up the mountain. So I'm just like, and I have this part-time job. And so I just have a few bills every month and a lot of free time to dive into my art and to be of service to people. And so I'm very grateful for where I'm at in my life right now. However, like I said, I sympathize with people who got a lot going on. It's harder to find the time and the energy to better yourself. And he says that we have three resources that is your time energy and mind what and how we think that's your mind what and how we think and he says we're so busy taking care of first things first that we have no time energy or thought left to take care of the one thing that can make all the other things work better 
We are too busy fixing the train to realize that we are on the wrong track. We're too busy staying alive to figure out how to live. Ugh. Earlier when I was freaking out, I was like, is that is this the part? That was the part I was talking about. That part is just like, it really hits. And there's so many people that I see that are just like surviving. They're just barely getting by. They have no concept of possibility to live any other type of way. You know, if you love how you live and then live it. But if you are unhappy in any type of way, you can change that. And it starts with how you're thinking about yourself and your life and what's going on. I will say a good place to start is gratitude. If you haven't read The Magic by Rhonda Byrne, she also wrote The Secret. If you've heard of that book, she has like at least five or six phenomenal books. But The Magic is specifically about daily gratitude practices. That, that will set your life right. That will set your soul straight. <laughs> Because where there, wherever there is lacking in life, that is just a reflection that there is not enough gratitude in that area. Because truly, we have so much to be grateful for in this life. We live in such a privileged level of society. Like all this technology, lights, indoor plumbing, homes, indoor heating and cooling, cars, grocery stores, fast food restaurants jobs readily available businesses you can start yourself resources to learn how to do it like literally we are swimming in abundance like thank you thank you thank you so like i said the chapter is called if it isn't if it isn't simple it will not work and so he started using a practice that 20 minutes a day before bed he would write down all his goals and review his progress and mentally visualize reaching each goal that he was setting now he didn't have to be convinced that it was going to it it already happened but he knew that doing so before bed it would be in his head and it'll be fresh there in the morning and it's an old idea i've heard tons of mentors say it but he said that he found that his life was just too busy, that that 20 minutes he just couldn't spare it at the end of the day. And so for any self-improvement concept to be successful, it has to be simple. It has to be easy to use. And when put into practice, it has to work. So that's the end of that chapter. So I'm gonna give you a little preview of the next chapter. Chapter 14, the new techniques. We have silent self-talk. Let me put my bookmark in. We have silent self-talk and self-speak self-conversation self-write and tape talk and at the end he says an even better way what is that what was the even better way oh the the even better way i'll just let you know now is when you have the tapes and they're just like kind of playing in the background. Like your subconscious is paying attention, but you're consciously not really paying attention. That's the key. That is the key. Because whether you believe it or not, your subconscious is listening and it's your voice on the tape. So it has no choice but to follow that programming. And that, that's, that's 13 chapters to get to this part. <sighs> it's been a long journey. A part of me was thinking, 
maybe I shouldn't have gone chapter by chapter. Maybe this was too much. Maybe it was like too long to get to the punchline. But I have no regrets. It's been a wonderful journey thus far going through each chapter again and again and again for myself. And really getting to know myself and my thoughts. And realizing that I am the observer of my thoughts. I do not have to believe them. And more importantly, when they come up, how do I feel? How does it make me feel? For example, I struggle with food addiction, mostly just being obsessed. I don't really eat a lot of food, but I get very obsessive thoughts about food. Like, I want a cookie, but oh, a cookie's bad. Oh, but I should just eat it. Oh, but if I eat it, then I don't love myself. But shouldn't I just live and enjoy and just have whatever I want? Like, I'll be going round and round. So, the other day, first thing I did when I woke up, my girlfriend was over and there was a cookie on the counter and asked if she wanted it. And she said, no, I'm good, you can have it. And I was like, well, I guess I have to eat it. And that, but I said, I have to eat it and I meant it. That, that bothered me so bad. Like, I don't want to be so powerless to certain foods that I have to eat them just because they're there. And I have already eaten two of this specific cookie, and it was really, like, not that impressive. Honestly, I just love cookies, so I just be eating them no matter what. <sighs> but I just, I, I don't want to live that way. So as a result, I'm using my, my step work, my 12-step program, my things that help me stay clean. I am using them in all areas of my life to help me stay clean when it comes to this. Although I'm probably still going to have some cookies sometime, I'm, I'm at this stage right now where I'm just like being aware. I heard, I heard what I said and I felt that I meant it. And that's something that I really haven't noticed before. I usually just do it. But I never heard myself like I did that time. So I'm so glad that I had that awareness. And I haven't eaten that cookie. It's been like four or five days since it was here and I just took it out of my room and I just took it upstairs and someone else can eat it so but the fact that it's been in my room for like five four or five days and I haven't eaten it is a wonderful victory as well so the next time I was confronted with some delicious foods it was a cheesecake and I was like no why are you here <laughs> but I immediately thought, like, I want that, I want that, I have to eat that. And my body started to feel very anxious, intense, and short of breath. And I'm like, whoa, let me go journal about this. So, because I knew I wasn't going to eat it right then and there. It was, I was fasting at the time, and it was like after 10 p.m. So, I'm not breaking my fast on cheesecake, for one. That's just a commitment I've made to myself. And for two... I'm not breaking my fast in the middle of the night. I don't like that either. That's another commitment I've made to myself while I'm fasting. So I just like went and reflected with myself. Like, what was that about? And I remember something from my first series, first season of my podcast, the Rhonda Burns book, The Greatest Secret, that my feelings are feedback from my thoughts. Because first there's a thought. If you remember the, the five, five, um, five something sequence. 
this is crazy. This is this is my podcast. This is the stuff I'm talking about. I should remember what I'm talking about. <laughs> the self-management sequence. I've turned right to it. God's good. We got behavior, feelings, attitudes, beliefs, and programming. So my programming creates my beliefs. My beliefs create my attitudes. My attitudes create feelings. Feelings determine actions and actions create results. So I'm programmed to think that I have to eat this cheesecake because it's delicious and it's here and it's free and I like it. And my attitude about that is stank. Honestly, my attitude about it is stank because I don't like being a slave to food. It makes me sick. Like I literally eat food that makes me sick, but I just do it anyway. Like it's a struggle. And my attitudes create feelings. So I got an attitude about the way I was thinking. And I felt it in my body. And so I, my, the feelings determine actions. What I used to do is when I get that feeling, I would eat. I would just eat it immediately. It was like I didn't even give myself enough time to process what I was thinking and feeling. Or, or I did process it. And I didn't like how I was feeling. So I would go and eat it to, to mask that feeling. And actions create results. So the result that I was getting from my self-talk and from believing my self-talk was me having stomach aches all the time. Basically since I was a child. So this is a long road. Like it's been a long time that I've been working on, not working on it. I just started working on it basically. But I've come a long way. I eat much better now than I did two, three, four, five, ten years ago. So I'm grateful for my journey. I'm grateful for my progress. But more importantly, I'm grateful for what I know now. Because these it's, it's been easy in my life for me to pass huge milestones. Like high school, college, studying abroad, getting a job, getting a car. Like stopping use of drugs. Like these big major things. They were clearly ruining my life. Or clearly defining my life. And so... I could show up for that. But when it comes to me and showing up for these little things, just this little tiny decision, should I eat this or not? Should I take this two minutes of stuffing this in my face to deal with the 30 minutes, hour, several hours stomach ache that's going to come after? Am I willing to pay that price? And I'm so grateful that I have this resource and that I can observe myself and redirect myself when I hear myself going off track so I just wanted to extend this podcast a little longer tell you a little bit about where I'm at right now in my life and my journey I have come a great length with self-talk and with my recovery and my life is better than I could have imagined it to be today and it's just these little things that make me crazy that I really want to work on. And it's these big things like making a massive contribution to the world and being of service to the world and helping people awaken to the power of their minds. These big things require some big thoughts. And so I'm here to share mine with you. And I hope you'll share yours with me as you go on this journey as well. Whatever it is you want to do self-talk is the way to get to it and gratitude a little bit of both so that's all for this episode 
Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here with me today. I greatly appreciate you. If you want to contact me, my website is abstractlogic.me. And on the homepage, scroll down and you'll see all of my social media info. And however you want to reach out to me, I would love to hear from you. So, I think that's it. Um, Podcast on Anchor and Spotify and video on YouTube. And I'm here if you need me. I'm here for you. And remember, start right here. Start right now. Peace.